News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, News Talk's own Simon Tierney has been reading fairy tales to his daughters since they were born, but sometimes he feels like he needs to alter the stories to make them appropriate. And he joins us now. Simon, explain what your issue is here. Okay, morning, Kira. Well, I read every day to my three-year-old and my one-year-old um, and occasionally we'll discover that the stories are too violent, too misogynistic, occasionally racist, um, uh, often elitist. And the thing is that we as a society value reading, um, but if we do value it, then it's therefore okay for us to analyse what it is that we're reading and question whether it's justified. And um, do we want to read just for entertainment or are we reading also to impart something else? Are there values and things to be learned um, within those stories? And I guess, you know, a lot of the traditional fairy tales, Kira, they were written in a time in which, um, you know, the ideas of monarchy or, uh, you know, a feudal system or, or, you know, general societal inequality was de rigueur. Um, But the problem is that while the stories are great, the values that the stories are written in are often not aligned with the values of our own today. So you would prefer a more egalitarian set, like like Louise O'Neill, for example, she wrote a book called The Surface Breaks, which was a reimagining of The Little Mermaid, who mm. wasn't sort mm. of rescued at the end kind of thing by some bloke. Yeah. You know, so, so the, 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 this idea is out there in the ether. But I suppose what someone might say is, I'm pretty sure my parents read those same fairy tales to me, Little Red Riding Hood and, you know, The Big Bad Wolf. Eight, sorry, trigger warning. Eight granny and all that kind of stuff happened. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert <laughs> for the hundreds of years old story. But but I don't think I was necessarily harmed by such. Now you might say, well, you mightn't be who you are today if it wasn't for the granny being chomped on. But the thing about it is, this is sure. Yeah, uh, I I certainly didn't overthink it as a child. It kind of went over my head, and and for generations that's been the case why why should this generation of kids be protected in a way that no other generation was yeah yeah absolutely well we we thankfully we protect this generation more than previous generations the, the, were protected we, would, we might say that the, the least resilient country. generation that we've ever had as a consequence yeah possibly but i think when you when you're reading a story and the child is enjoying it and suddenly you get to often quite abrupt uh, violence. I'm thinking of Hansel and Gretel in the moment when um, Gretel chucks the witch into the into the oven. And is that not a win her. for kids when 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 the witch is, is is in the oven rather than Hansel and Gretel obviously being eaten? The the witch is now in there. Yay! No. Yeah, it is a win, but it's a, hor- a horrific win, isn't it? <laughs> Only if you She's... actually think about it. I know, but I I guess. Often, I, I find when I'm reading with kids that they are quite analytical. They, there isn't much that goes over their head. Like, I'll give you an example. Go on. Is we read a lot of the Richard Scarry books. My daughter Gigi loves the Richard Scarry books. And these are books that have been read to kids since the 1960s. Okay. 
Um, they haven't changed. There's nothing different about them. They still have rotary telephones in them, which I have to explain to my daughter what they are. Um, but he insists as an author and a, as an illustrator that all the porcine characters eat sausages in the book. Are we saying porcine characters so, so that if there was little ears out there, they wouldn't think about this? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Which is hilarious for me on the one hand, because, you know, they're, they're cannibalizing uh, as characters. <laughs> but at the same time, have you the question comes into the mind for, con- the, for the child. Have you ever considered, Simon, that you're overthinking this? But then the question could come into, into the child's mind. Well, if the piggies can eat the piggy sausages, mm-hmm. then should humans eat human sausages? Ah, uh, here. <laughs> this is very <laughs> philosophical. Well, okay, a few things. First, do you hear what I'm saying? saying? Yeah, I do, but I was saying... My fear is is that if we overprotect kids, first of all, they, they aren't going to be resilient. I, I don't know about the cannibalism. But also, is there not something? It's a bit like Halloween in being thrilled, in being slightly scared. That's why we watch horror movies. That's why kids go out at, like, if we were creating it now, would we ever create a scenario where people dressed up children as witches and went out in the dark at night? Yeah, that's no, not a, totally. That's totally. not a really, that's not a modern day phenomenon. That, that only exists because it's a throwback. But there is something thrilling about being safely and tucked up in your bed with your, your daddy is there and you're very safe and he's reading you a story with being slightly thrilled. Is it, and are we not taking that away from kids now by making everything really bland and the prince isn't actually a prince, he's someone who's worked hard and just done well in college or something. Do you know what I mean? Like everything has been turned into what, something what, what's a bit thrilling, bland. What's thrilling about a character being a prince? Oh no, okay. I, except the prince wasn't very thrilling. But the, the wolf is a bit thrilling or the witch definitely, is a bit thrilling. Yeah, the slightly definitely. scary character. Absolutely. But the, those characters can still be scary without granny being gobbled up. They wouldn't be as scary. No, that's for sure. But the thing about my, my one of the big focuses of my article is about the the royal tropes, and um, I think that's a really significant one because that's not. I don't think that's a, a, an issue about protecting. Um, no, I, I, I accept that, and I have no interest in royals either. But what about the fact that <clears throat> for most of us, yeah, um, when in the fairy tale context, we're not thinking of the equivalent of Prince William. We're thinking of sort of a magical world where there are witches and princesses mm. and magical creatures. It's it's a fantasy world for children. So so you know that's where the princess in the tower. And you might say these things are rooted in in elitism and misogyny and all those things that you've said. But it's just a magical kingdom, if you like, that you go to, like you know, long long ago in a kingdom far far away. You know, it, it, it's it's just taking you out. It's a kind of a form of escapism. Yeah. Is, is that no, so wrong? For sure. No, it is. Yeah, but it's just so pervasive. It's so targeted, and unfortunately, it's so targeted at girls. And so many of our girls, including my own, want to dress up as princesses. Oh, yeah. Uh, I find that really hard to stomach. We live in a republic. We left all that business behind a uh, hundred years ago, thankfully. But these are and fairy tale princesses. I know they are, they're not. They're they're they they're are, Disney princesses. They are, but it's still it's brought into the modern realm all the time. Um, and my daughter wants to be a princess, um, and I don't. But are understand you taking it. that? Well, she's three. Yeah, but why Why are we imparting those values to children? But is it values or, or is it just a use of your imagination and, and being But your imagination can be much better somewhere. used. 
Like, why aren't... Are like, these are very adult concerns you're putting on your kids, Simon. Do you know what I mean? Like, like you're saying she should be thinking about cannibalism and and, and the, the sort of the... The, the difference between whether a pig should eat sausages or a human should eat... Whereas all she's thinking of is, I want to go and ride on, on a big white pony with a long dress on and, and there'll be magical fairy... You know, it's, it's a fairy but tale. how do you know what she's thinking? How do you know what she's thinking? Well, you know her a lot better than me, but, but, but I'm wondering... <laughs> but you're presuming to know exactly what children are thinking. I'm presuming that children, children are a lot like more fan- analytical than fa- you think. You're 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 suggesting the, that, the, children that children are just existing in a fantasy no, I'm not. world I'm constantly. S- I'm s- no, I'm not. I'm saying that if they, I that say they like something, if I say something to my child and it doesn't make sense to her, she will ask me. Yeah, because her her reality, whether she doesn't see it as a fantasy, she sees everything as a reality. Well, look. Anyway, it's it's a very interesting concept and uh, we'll ask our listeners what they think of it and what they make of it as well. But thank you very much for coming thank on you, and Kira. speaking to us Always this morning. Always a pleasure. Yeah, you too. Uh, that is Simon Tierney, News Talk's own Simon Tierney. Let us know what you think this morning. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.